This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning. I'm Kusa Chong with Joyce Go and my guest host Giri Balakrishnan. Recently, the Human Resources Minister M. Kula Sagran announced that his ministry is looking to review the Employment Act 1955 to protect the interests of employees and employers in the country. Now, Kula said the discussions are underway and a comprehensive draft of the review was expected to be completed as early as this week. To get some insight into the employment reforms needed, we have on the line with us Dr. Jashpal uh, Kaubat, a senior lecturer at University of Technology, MARA or UITM. Thank you for joining us on the show. Dr. Jashpal, amending the Employment Act has been something both the past and present government have been talking about for years. Walk us through some of the main problems with the current legislation, please. Yes, good. Thank you. Uh, just an update. Actually, I've retired. Uh, but uh, I just want to address certain matters, I think, that we have to look at when we talk about amending the EA. And primarily, it's the background to the EA. Uh, we have to understand that the Employment Act or the EA was enacted to cover immigrant workers in Malaya uh, prior to our independence. And if you will look at the terms and conditions of employment, you will notice that they cover many basic aspects of employment. All right. Now, and the other thing to highlight, it only covers private sector workers in West Malaysia. Sabah and Sarawak have their own labor codes. And uh, we also must note that the EA has been amended over the years due to the increasing number of workers in the private sector. The main issues, well, there are quite a few actually. Primarily, it's this. The scope of the EA or the Employment Act is fairly limited because of the way in which we have defined employees. And it relates to the 2,000 ringgit cap that we currently have. So if you earn more than 2,000 ringgit, you do not fall within the scope of the Employment Act. So if you were to look at minimum wages currently at 900 ringgit, then you see that relatively it's relatively covering foreign workers more than Malaysian workers. So I think that is also a current issue with the Employment Act because many employees then have to uh, negotiate with their employers for terms and conditions of employment, although I must admit most employers in Malaysia do provide all their workers with the minimum that's provided under the Employment Act. The other issue with the Employment Act is we could, I suppose, say, call it archaic in many terms because of the current types of terms and conditions. They are the bare minimum. And if you look at the way modern workplaces operate today, we have issues such as privacy rights, data protection, and even uh, you know other matters such as maternity protection, uh, the scope of sexual harassment, discrimination, harassment claims. All these are not co- currently covered by the Employment Act. The other thing I want to highlight is I feel that many, in many ways there's greater diversity at the workplace today and we don't have enough under the Act to cover the issues as a result of this diversity at the workplace in Malaysia. All right. So I give you an example. Uh, greater diversity leads to greater forms of discrimination. We have more women working. We have many foreign workers. Uh, we have an aging workforce, even in some cases. So issues such as race, religious, age, gender, and even disability discrimination are becoming issues today. How does the Employment Act deal with those issues? The answer is it doesn't. Right now, discrimination claims come under a constitutional ambit. You know, you have to go under Article 8.2 of the federal constitution to go and lodge a complaint about discrimination. And even then, in terms of employment, 
The higher courts have told us that it doesn't apply. Uh, Article 8.2 cannot apply in terms of private employment. Okay, And then the other concern is the remedies. They are lacking. As the focus of the Labor Department is on checks on workplaces and the Director General of Labor's uh, inquiry process. There are many, many over the years, there have been many uh, issues with this because the scope of the inquiry is not wide enough. It only covers cash benefits. You know, it doesn't cover things like complaints about your workplace, your complaints about your employer, all right? So that's another one. Dr. Josh Mal, let me let me just cut in here. What is the status of the amendments? In fact, it sounds as if a wholesale uh, repeal of the current legislation is needed for, uh, to be replaced by some one law that covers all. Well, that's what I feel, because it's time now to re-look at the industrial relations uh, you know, when I talk about industrial relations, I mean also trade unions have to come in, you know. We can't just see this as an employment matter anymore already. The Employment Act only covers employment issues. The Industrial Relations Act covers industrial relations aspects of work in Malaysia. So these two acts have to be read in tandem. If you go and do just amendments to the EA on a piecemeal basis as issues emerge, you know, and I'll give you an example. Right now, we talk a lot of discrimination because of the recent ban on tudongs in the hotel industry. Then, yeah, you're going to look at it. And then, but where, where is the, the, the complaints going to take you? Is it that you're going to lodge complaints to the Director General of Labor under the Employment Act? And, and where does that matter go to? He can look into it and find the employer. But does it really settle a discrimination claim? Uh, Doctor, so, so uh, should the government look to amend the Employment Act or, or perhaps create a new law to address some of the gaps, you reckon? I think, quite frankly, we, we should amend the Employment Act. Uh, what we have are the minimum standards. We need to widen the scope of many of the things they, they put in there. And, you know, when you examine some of the things coming out from employment today, you find even collective agreements giving you better unlegislated rights than does what the Employment Act provides. If you were to say to create an overreaching act, I, I would say that that's a wonderful thing to do, but you can't fix this overnight. You need a long-term planning, very comprehensive look at the way work practices and employment matters are dealt with under the law. So, Dr. Jasper, the uh, Ministry of Human Resources said that it's looking to add eight new provisions to the Act in line with the current employment situation in the country. Uh, what, are the, what do you think these new provisions uh, may be? What is, what is it that they're looking at? I think perhaps they are really looking at the scope of the Act, you know, which workers does it cover, and maybe to overcome that limitation about the maybe the RM2000 cap on wages for you to be considered an employee under the Act. And the other thing they may be looking at is the powers of the Director General of Labor under the Employment Act, because that's where you get your remedies from. So maybe they could be expanding his powers and the scope of matters that come within his jurisdiction. Currently, he can only look into complaints that uh, involve cash payments. So other matters, such as complaints about employment uh, mat, uh, relationships, do not come within his uh, power. There was Dr. Jashpal Korbat, former lecturer at University of Technology in Mara or UITM. After this, we'll look at the debate around BRIM following Putrajaya's plan to slowly reduce payouts before eventually discontinuing it. BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. 
To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.